0: It's not anything you're doing. It's on my end, I think.
1: Well, let's do a speed test. you're not test doing anything quest. different. Run speed test. Yeah, I don't think it's me.
0: Yeah. Well, and mine's saying it's 12, which is not bad. I mean, it's not good at all. Mine's, mine's saying 200. <laughs> That's the cold open right there. I'm hearing <laughs> it. Uh, mine's 11, so it's not too bad. Mine's 200. Okay, well, it's probably not you.
1: So, yeah, I think, we, I think we narrowed it down a little bit to where the issue might be.
0: Well I'll do I'm I'll do one more restart. Well again, everyone. Welcome to Bear Naked Ladies R S and the joke I did earlier is more like Stephen Page RS. And then Nick said that doesn't have the same ring to it. And I said, Good point. And then he said, Don't forget our names. My name's Nick. And then I said, That's right, my name's J D and then now you're caught up. <laughs> and in the middle of all yeah, that was internet welcome. issues.
1: <laughs> lots and lots so, of issues. And Nick issues. was talking
0: about his hair before we started this again.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. So, tell about your hair again. So, no, I've been trying to do this new thing with my hair, where I'm like pushing it up a little bit and back, like almost, almost like slicking yeah. it on yeah. a curve, almost and, like what I'm just, doing, what I have. Yeah, a little hair. bit, but I just like slick it back in the just morning different styles, when it's wet, obviously. and then I let it poof up and dry. But I Snapchatted my youngest brother. I was like, I'm just trying something different, and he just responded with like the emoji that's all teeth. It's just like the straight grimace. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't, most... I don't know if that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> but it's good to know I can always Is come to you not... for honest opinions. <laughs>
0: I did you know what? I did I uh, maybe two or three years ago. I don't know if you remember this, but I um I don't even know you probably in Germany at this point. I I I try to go tea for a little while. Because like I have a problem where I can't I can't grow the hair up here, the mustache hair that well. And I especially yep. can't get it here, like the, the connector, but the yep. neck beard, oh, I get the neck beard. Great. The chin beard, the neck beard. No, like there's no tomorrow. Um, so I tried to goatee for a little bit and I, to the point where like, I'd let it grow for a while and then shot videos for work, like training videos that went out yep. to the entire company with the goatee and Hell Jeanette yeah. didn't like it. And my boss, didn't <laughs> like it, but, you know, I'm, it's my face. So I, yeah. I went back and, um, Went back and watched the video fairly recently, and I had mixed feelings looking at it, because I was like, I get why they didn't like it, but at the same time, <laughs> I also kind of stand by it. Like, it's definitely a look, but I think, I yeah. think it worked.
1: I mean, that's where yeah. I'm at. I, I stuck with it today, because I was like, well, honestly, I kind of really like it, so <laughs> I'm I just, just going to ignore time. the negative opinion.
0: <laughs> I don't remember the last time your hair was the now and i don't mean this disrespectfully the last time your hair was long you you had a slightly different hairline than you do now your hairline hairline is
1: receding it is (laughs) coming back
0: (laughs) so i think what's throwing the (laughs) widow's peak is in full force right now (laughs) so i think what's throwing (laughs) me is that your hair is long like your hair was long in like high school and stuff but the, Mm -hmm. the shape is just different so it looks like completely different than it ever did Yeah, and I don't mind it. I think it looks good. I'm I'm a fan of the of the long hair looks, but it's definitely, um, it's definitely different than it used to be. And I think you keep going for. I think I think you rock it. Oh yeah. Well, thank you.
1: That's (laughs) that's the positive reinforcement I've been looking for.
0: (laughs) Just two bros complimenting each other's hair. That's all we're doing here. First
1: time was a bit of a swing and a miss, but the second time, home run.
0: we're We're just gonna go for it. We're just gonna we're just gonna run with. with I'm just gonna listen to the second opinion. We, the last tech issue we had, a computer crash. I mean, <laughs> we're going to oh, yeah. be fine outside this, of that. This
1: virtual is struggling. <laughs> number I've one, got... no problems. Number two, horrendous problems. <laughs> number, number three, number three <laughs> rocky start.
0: <laughs> that means we, well, I'd say that means we can only go up, but that's not necessarily true. Yeah. Especially because we started I, up. <laughs> I, I had, uh, I've got ankle surgery like less than 12 hours from now. They're going to be cutting in and, yeah, and, feel and messing with some ligaments in my ankle. I feel fine. Um, I was well, originally when it was planned, I've had ankle issues for years, so I'm really excited to like get it taken care of. But then, right. And when, when we first scheduled, it, I was just like, this is awesome. I'm getting surgery. Like, i i've never i mean it was one of those almost childish things of like i've never had surgery before this is gonna be fun and then like as we've gotten Mm. closer i've been a little more anxious and then we had like the post-op or the pre-op duh and you know she's going over everything i was just like you know i'm a little less excited about this than i was (laughs) not and then like i was talking to my boss today and she was just like as long as you wake up tomorrow everything's gonna be fine like as long as you wake up out of that out of that anesthesia and i'm like like, that stuff doesn't to normally say get that? to me. <laughs> yeah, and like normally that stuff wouldn't get to me, but at the same time, I was like, haha, but okay. Because what she did was she then like she she went on. She was like, "You gotta make sure you gotta have you have life insurance policy." And I was like, "I do." And she goes, "Because at first she was like, what I told her was I was having I woke up last night to feed one of the boys, and I was just sitting in anxiety last night." And she yeah. goes, "It's because your dad. Like you know the, those feelings just come on stronger when there's more people to care for if you if you okay. leave." And I'm like, yeah. "That's fair." She goes, "Gotta make sure you have a life insurance policy." And I was like. I do, but this is not how I want to end my work day right before I go to surgery the next morning. So, (laughs) if anything happens, I do have a life insurance policy. It'll be great. Jeanette and the kids will be fine.
1: Well, rest assured, this podcast will uh, continue.
0: (laughs) It's either going to be Nick or it's going to be Nick and Jeanette. It's just going to be a different dynamic. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) There will be a lot less excitement about this band. (laughs)
0: well let's get into it um like we mentioned at the top i think we mentioned at one point point, some in one of our intros um we are talking stevie page's first post bnl mm-hmm. solo album
2: yeah, all
0: original yeah, page material one. page uno what's page in spanish Fresh start pa- pa- pagina it looks like pagina but i think it's pagina <laughs> pagina pagina la pagina La, La Pagina Uno. La 50, uno 50 pagina. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, page one, Steve's first solo album, uh, released Yay. in the year of our Lord, 2010, the end of uh, uh, 2010, mm-hmm. which is about two years, is that correct, um, between uh, kind of the breakup? Well, yeah, I think a year
1: like and a half to two.
0: Early, 20, early yeah. Two, 2009. Yeah, early 2009. Yeah. So
1: it's seven months after All in Good Time. So they both came out similarly timing with their breakup and then yeah both releasing an album
0: and the only thing i'll say is that it seems like as a whole um uh steve has released well not as a whole just like like legitimately he's re- released less music like page one was 2010 mm-hmm. uh, and then Heal myself part one didn't come out for another six years i think it was 2016 when it came out yeah. and then uh part 16 two was and then 18 later. um so really whereas, it was just that gap other than uh,
1: Yes, yeah, sixteen, and then now
0: three years. That's 15, but seventeen. You know, one thing. One thing that I, and we'll obviously, the whole point of this thing is we're going to talk about it. One thing that I'll say is that this feels like less. You know, we talked about how all in good time, and apparently everything since then is kind of a a, a almost direct response to Steve and Ed's feelings towards Steve leaving and kind of going through that process. To me at least upon first listen to what I've been hearing out of this album, that does not seem to be here within uh, Steve's music. Steve's music almost, I mean, literally with the first track on this album, Steve's direction is, I'm starting fresh. I have a new direction. I am going to a new yeah. shore, if you will. And it's an interesting, it's just interesting to see those two um, different view, different uh, uh, ways of moving on from what happened. So I, I, you know, I don't really have a point with that. Besides, it's interesting. Um, but no, I, I think I would agree. I, I think, like think there's a, whole... a couple.
1: Yeah, there's there's some that like could apply to like breakups in general, which I think mm-hmm. those sure. types of things. If when we've talked about it in terms of B and L, when they've released something that's like that, we've always been like, well, it uh-huh. could be another one about the breakup. So I think that they don't want to make right. get a double standard there. But I do kind of agree. There's, mm-hmm. it does seem like less, you could take the first one as about the breakup because it's, I mean, you, you gotta have a fresh start from something, but.
0: Yeah, and I think, and, and maybe this is sort of what you were saying. I'm sorry if I'm just repeating exactly what you said. It seems like um, a lot of Steve's stuff that we're going to discuss could be about the breakup, but could be more general. Yeah. And a lot of Ed's stuff, just feels a bit more directly about the breakup.
1: No, I I agree. I think I was just trying to say that like I I do agree that I think Ed's stuff mostly feels like it, and Steve's could be feels mm-hmm. like it might be more general. But just because it feels like it sure. might be more general, I just didn't want it to seem like Steve's over and Ed's not or whatever. I didn't
0: want to start that <laughs> that whole. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 No, that's fair. No, and I and I don't think that's true at all because I think no. like we've talked about if feels like at least what i what i've taken from past interviews is it seems like steve is more open to reunion based things not necessarily rejoining the band but the he's been more boys. open to yeah or at least ed i mean who knows what like jim kevin ty are thinking right like you know they, yeah. they're not allowed to speak there, but I'm okay tight um those but tight. like <laughs> i i i feel like steve's been more up for it you know he in his interviews he seems more open to those sorts of things even with, whether it's a tour or a show or whatever um right but he still probably up, is
1: easier from his position you know yeah because yeah all of the responsibility is or most of the responsibility would be
0: on them yeah for sure for sure yeah it's an it is it's it's interesting it's an interesting yeah. dilemma and i think the juno reunion a year or two ago was beautiful like i think that was such a mm-hmm great way for that to happen. Um and if you know if it never happens again, if they never do a reunion tour, I think that was a nice little thing to have. If they do a reunion tour, uh, you know, with Steve back in the band, it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. Um but it was very cool um to to have that little reunion to play the songs they did and stuff. Yeah. So um talk to me about page one a little bit.
1: Yeah I don't I, I like it. I think um, both him and Bare Naked Ladies really came out swinging their first releases after the yeah. breakout. I think yeah. this is a great album. I, I I agree. It is much better than it was in my memory. I think this is the mm-hmm. one album of his solo <laughs> stuff that I've had for years. Um, right, and Maybe 10. Maybe 11. Maybe 10. I, I always loved it, but I definitely did not remember how good it was. And yeah from Agreed. start to finish Agreed. it's pretty fantastic
0: yeah I think there are you know I had this with me and men where I, yeah. first of all I completely agree um, I, I will yeah, I mean not every song's a knockout it but it's a high bar don't, the get, don't get don't get snotty why. with me before I even respond with what mm-hmm. I'm with what I'm thinking you get a little head today. shake there and I have not even tell you my thoughts <laughs> I, I personally think off the bat i think page 1 is better than all in good time i i am Ooh. floored by how good this album is as a whole now what's interesting to me what i was originally going to say before you got on my got on my butt I about it thought is about that, that i think that what's interesting is i had this with me and men i think i told you where some of the songs i really liked with me and men when we revisited it revisited it i felt those were the yeah. weaker tracks and i had the same thing here there there was one or two songs in particular that I remember loving when I first listened to it, when it came out that yes. now I think are the weakest tracks on the album. So, um, so that was all I was saying is that I think it is a solid album. And, and I think, like I said, I think it's better than, than all in good time. However, it was interesting to re-listen and have those flips happen where, um, yeah. you know, where, where something that I didn't appreciate, I appreciate more and vice versa.
1: No, actually I think yeah. I had the exact same thing. Some of the mm-hmm. songs
0: that I would have like, Oh, this
1: one's really good are now maybe my one some of my least favorites
0: yeah it's, it's it's fun how that kind of stuff happens and some of that's like not to be not to be philosophical some of that's age age right like some of yeah. that you get older and you appreciate other things more yeah yeah um but yeah, um, in our youth you know yeah i don't know i i really like <laughs> you know one thing that's hard <laughs> in, you know uh after we did our after we did our um rankings album or rankings episode that just came out uh, a little while yep. ago we had people in the subreddit asking about if we were going to do kevin's albums and we had decided you know we're still trying to figure out the logistics of that but we are going to do that in some way i think we might do one episode mm-hmm. where we kind of try to cover a lot of kev's solo discography um but one I of the things that you, you mentioned hey, <laughs> yeah exactly that's what we're here for we're we're here to serve you
1: yeah. at we're least in one se- occasion
0: yeah just one time <laughs> other than that no never again We'll put off Coldplay yeah. one more time, but um, you had one request, but, and <laughs> you could have asked for so much crazy shit, and now all you ended up asking for. But one of the things you you had mentioned last night, when we were talking about that was how like it's hard to judge the commercial success of Kev's albums because there's not yeah. much there for that, and honestly, it's the same with with Steve's albums. You know, I, I right. feel like both of these guys are at the point where, they're, and Steve probably more solo wise, obviously than Kev, where right. You know they're they've got a core base, and that core base is going to support them no matter what. Us, obviously, we're going to buy the album, yeah. we're going to see their shows. It's not necessarily something that's going to peak or even hit the charts. You know, I think Page One hit a couple of charts in in Canada. Um, I'm sure you have it up. Let me, let me find it quick. Yeah, um, you know the funny
1: <laughs> funny quick side note is that yeah. as you were talking about this, one of the one of the only metrics I feel like I know or how to Mm -hmm. gauge some of that stuff is looking at Spotify and seeing how many listens. listens. Because you can hover over and like a lot of Kev's, Mm -hmm. a lot of both of theirs is like less than a thousand. But real quickly, as you were saying that, I pulled them both up. And both of them have the Stephen Page top hit is he's a really useful engine for Thomas the Tank Engine soundtrack. (laughs) And Kevin Hearn, his top hit is the Incredible Hulk theme. (laughs) So so I think that is... Maybe a decent that, indicator. That, yeah,
0: <laughs> that, that, yeah I, I completely agree. Yeah, and so, and so, you know, it starts to become a thing of, of. but yeah, let's see. Commercial performance peaked at 58 on the Canadian album charts, did not make the top 200 in, the, in Billboard in the US. However, it did peak at number six on the Heat Seekers album charts. Coming at number Whoa. six in the Heat Seekers As album heat charts, seekers. we're bringing you Page One by Stephen Page. Here we go, starting off with a new show. Thank you very much. See, I'm still working in. I guess something happened. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's just an interesting thing where, you know, and, and one thing I, I want to talk about, and maybe now is not the time to do it at the top of the yet. Um, maybe uh, It is. <clears throat> one of the things I love about all of his solo albums um, is a, how eclectic the music is. Like, you know, this part one, and part two, very eclectic, but like, there's a couple songs in particular and I'm thinking of on this album, Leave Her Alone. And I'm thinking of, um, on uh My Part Two, I think it's Looking for the Light is the specific title just these huge bombastic songs, mm-hmm. horns and and piano and guitar. These huge bombastic things. And you look at the um, personnel, even the personnel for this. It was basically <coughs> Steven and this guy John who did ninety percent of everything. Did you just, did you just die?
1: No, I I pulled away from the mic to cough, <clears throat> and then mm-hmm. looked back and remembered that I had a mute button here. <laughs> So, well, hey, so my bad.
0: but, but so, so, you know, Steve and this guy, John Fields did almost all of the instrumentation themselves. And then there are a few exceptions where they had, you know, when they had violins and trumpets and sacks, right. they had, they had people come in and help, but the majority of the production was those two guys. And then live, especially the past few years, it's generally there's exceptions, but generally then, um, either just Craig Northy and Steve yep. or a trio. It's very rarely been a full band tour. And I'm curious if that's a, uh, I, you got to think it's a cost thing, you know, to get all of yeah. those people, <clears throat> excuse me, out there um, on a tour. It's got to be expensive. Right, His stage kind of, of success. Know, when I saw Steve, yeah. just to use, exactly, exactly. Um, when I saw Steve in, in Traverse City, uh, one of the songs they played was Looking for the Light. And it was a beautiful piano rendition of it. You know, he, it was beautiful, but you can't help but think about how cool it would be to have that full uh, symphony, that full, bit not symphony, but yeah. you know, the brass section, the fully led Yes, exactly. And, and so it's just a, you know, I, I wonder if that's just a cost thing because production wise on the tracks themselves in the studio, he goes hard and then touring. Um, right. There's a lot lacking.
1: Yeah. Which I think, it, I think you're right. It's gotta be cost because at this stage in their, mm-hmm. his career, mm-hmm. when, you know, he's, Used to play arenas and now he's playing smaller venues. It's got to just be a cost thing,
0: right? I think so. I think so too. I think that's the only thing that that truly makes sense about it. But well, I think we at, at, on that note we should um jump in, shall we? Yeah. Start going some tracks. Um Start off with a fun one, I would say. Um, I would
1: agree. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's
0: let's start with a new shore.
1: A new shore. <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> Constellations do the navigation on their own. Whilst yearning for adventure, drifting, senturion, absentia I would rather be at sea than be alone. I set a course for new show. a
0: new Holy moly. Honestly, like as far as oh, starting tracks Eby. go. I I first of all, I love how quickly it gets into it. You get the verse and the chorus boom, of that boom, song boom, 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 like well under a minute in. I pro- probably even yeah. closer to, like 30 seconds in. Um, I love it. I I think it's a fantastic song, Um, and I I feel like on this album, I'm mostly going to be like you with that, or I just like, this is fantastic. It's so good. Um, It's definitely a statement. And, you know, even though I know that I was talking about how it seems less of a response than than All in the Time, you know, the opening verses, as captain of this band of merry sailors, I'm a black mark, I'm a failure, but before you watch me drown, like already, that's pretty, pretty close and then I'm relinquishing command for something I don't understand solo career he's been with the band this entire life this man's about to turn yeah. his whole life upside down i love that like i think i just it's but you know what's interesting about it is that there's a, a maybe a couple exceptions but it's such a um it's such a positive take on what's happening it's such an optimistic point of view or view on what's happening and yeah. It kind of, you know, you kind of feel like you have to do that. but I, I yeah, No, I, I completely it. agree. I, think, I think the
1: most of it's positive. It's definitely about leaving B&L and starting something fresh. Yeah. I yeah. think, yeah, there's like the, I forget if I was pushed or I jumped overboard, which I love that line where he's like, ah, <laughs> whose fault was it? And then it just kind of goes into, well, like what the hell of a difference does it make? Like I'm here, yeah. I'm starting fresh right. and goes back into the positive spin of things. And I think it's yeah. great.
0: And it's uh, funny because it's a it's a little bit um, piece of cake, like BNL, right? Yeah. Everybody knows, but no one knows what went wrong. So the story goes, you know that whole that whole section. Steve <clears> was just there, like what yeah. four or five years before I'd got there. <laughs> I think there's
1: like there's some and, good metaphors about relationships in there. Like mm-hmm. he has the like the feeling of well, you know, like we kind of always say we have a fresh start, and then nothing changes, and I don't yeah. really know why I expected it to, but yeah, then. I swear this time it'll be different.
0: Right, um, right, exactly.
1: But, you know, it definitely is different because he's in a new scenario or after the breakup, mm-hmm. I guess, but
0: right, I right. love it. I love it. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's a very interesting shift in the second half of the song, you know, when it gets to the whole Land Ho part for the last minute or two, yeah. um, maybe a minute or so. Um, <clears throat> I've always thought that it feels very much um, like something that could be in a, in a play or a musical. It feels very theatrical to me but in a way that doesn't, I feel like there's me. a couple like, of this album weirdly as, as I agree. I agree. And it's funny because I, as much of a snob about a lot of art as I am, mm-hmm. I don't really care for musicals all that much. It's in theater as nope. a whole. It's, it's never been my cup of tea. I'm I've great. certainly seen plenty of exceptions um, yep. to that rule, but it's not something that I would indulge in, you know? Um And maybe this is, this is just that whole, well, it's Steve and you like Steve thing, but I just, I can't, i love it i i can see this being part of the play i love the land ho thing at the end um i think it's a it is and again i know that i'm being pretty using some some strong words here i feel like with maybe with the exception or equaling canada dry it's the best opening track from anything post bnl <clears throat> that either side's done oh i know i'll yeah, play strong that, uh... I, th- I, I i yeah
1: I had to think about that one a bit, but I feel yep. like I may agree. That's it's I feel like it comes out in this is the only song I want to really compare to All in Good Time because I want to stop <laughs> stop doing that. But <laughs> both of them just came like well, the albums are really strong and the openers are really strong. Yes,
0: and absolutely. This absolutely.
1: one maybe feels a little less emotional than You Run Away. Sure. Oh I, I not, not even a little less Not I'm necessarily lyrical, but it's feels it definitely feels that way to me yeah i but i think they both work like crazy and this yeah a hell of a song hell of an opener
0: yes i totally agree totally agree um and you know the only thing that i'll say is like it's a kind of a tough thing about comparing them right because you want you want to treat them as separate things but at the same time you will inherently i mean it's the same thing when oasis broke up right yeah liam and the rest of the band went right into bdi and noel and did his solo stuff You are always going to, they were a band, you know, Oasis was one of the biggest British bands from the 90s, and then they broke up and did their own thing. You are inherently going to uh, compare those two things. And I feel like the same is here, in you know, maybe different scale. They're different things, and you have to treat them differently, but like, it came out the same year, you're going to compare... The former lead singer of Bare Naked Ladies' new solo album with the album of the Bare Naked right. Ladies that just came out. So yeah, and I, I, I hear I'm not trying saying, to
1: say where we shouldn't be comparing. I just want to sure. make sure that it doesn't come across that we're like on that train of oh well, this one's so much better. Like ah, oh, this sure. stuff sucks, yeah. which I don't think we ever have that. But <laughs> no, but I, I do I, I always sure I try agree. and make it clear that that is like <laughs> not a position yeah. that we are trying yeah. to
0: have. That's fair. And I agree with you there. That is not a position we're trying to take. I agree. Um, should we keep moving and go on to indecision? Number dos.
2: Yeah. Numero dos.
1: This is really good.
0: Yeah, man, I, this is what, you know, we talk about having a rock album from BNL. This is that, like, this is that tone that I'm talking about. Those those fun poppy kind of hooks and, and sing-alongs, yeah. but like that driving electric guitar is so good. Big, big fan here.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have all that much specific to say, but I, this is a really good one. I, I really like it. It's, it was the first single It was the work. first
0: thing we heard from Steve post breakup. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Did you get that? Yeah, I did yeah so first no, that, um, that, yeah, was, that first was one song. of the
1: times where i was just thinking not, not, <laughs> Oh, okay <laughs> so I was like, I'll, work, I'll, I'll take it again but that no, was, was just thinking. me being a bad um, uh, no. bad podcast host not uh not internet
0: <laughs> um yeah first first song released um first single release and i remember seeing a uh, live clip of this from like ships and dip before they broke up and being like that's interesting like steve playing it uh, acoustically um, and from what I've read, it was it was a thing that this was a song that he co-wrote with Duffy. and it came or sorry, I'm not not Duffy, Craig Northy. Um, holy shit, I should get my stuff right. I think it was Northy, but it might have been Duffy.
1: I'm not seeing it. Uh... Okay,
0: yeah, so sorry, let me, let me that one I will take again because I don't want to something like too much of an ass. It was a song that he had actually written with Duffy. and it was around that time that it was that whole thing of BNL only doing songs written within the band. Right. Like, you know, we're keeping it within the five piece. And so they, you keep, you have this little shit eating grin on your face because, because I took a, I took a take back cause I got a name wrong.
1: Yeah, and you, and is I, that, is that... I just I just want to make it clear to the listeners that it's not only me who screws up. It's just that JD has editing control. So when his flops are made, he can edit them out and then he completely yeah. leaves but all of I, mine in.
0: But, but I...
1: <laughs> Roll this one from
0: the top. <laughs> so, you know, what's funny about Indecision, it was actually co-written with Duffy. and. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, see what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, but you're never gonna know.
0: <laughs> um anyway, my point being it, it had been around in Steve's catalogue for a while. Um and I love it. Again, you know, lyrically I think it's great. Um the, I love that chorus again. You know, you're talking about the thing with New Shore about how, you know, it's never gonna be different, but this time it's gonna be different, you know, like just that wordplay. Oh yeah,
1: there's a lot of that.
0: I yeah. I love, you know, the, just the chorus, be prepared for indecision. It might make me disappear. But then again, my addiction to indecision keeps me here. Like even within his indecision, yeah. there is indecision, you know, and, and this is the wordplay that there I just love levels on B&L. levels. Is... <laughs> it's like an onion, man. You peel it back. And you're <laughs> it. Yeah, no, I, I think this is the wordplay that I really, really love from BNL and from Steve is that sort of really clever stuff where, um i know that we talked about not comparing them just a second ago not comparing it to something like silverwall where it's just like i'm going to make these metaphors about this thing but just the wordplay itself is clever without needing an, an anchor you know an anchoring theme yeah. so um come see so, you yeah,
1: from the top of the fence it's not really wordplay but i like it <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's just more a line that you like I just I just picked up <laughs> my favorite line that didn't apply lot. but <laughs> I love the wordplay here
0: the, the wordplay here is great it might make me disappear like that's one of my favorite <laughs> wordplays about though <laughs> Let's go on to uh let's go into Clifton Springs
2: <laughs> Yeah let's do it Now I'm found I can see but miss the blindness here's my cross your mouth you kiss your kindness my the regret for how i could have let it all
1: go so there's a lot to unpack here i think this is i think i'll start oh. off by this is one that i don't know if really stood out to me in the <laughs> first but really stood out coming back to this album i remember there was like a, a discord yeah. thing on the steven page discord where they like were doing a best of or like right it's kind of like the bracket thing where like an elimination round and i think this song maybe if memory serves correct i think it beat out a new shore and i was like no way what are people are crazy and then coming back to it i'm like oh i can i can see it now (laughs) i I get it i get it yeah it's just steve has such an amazing talent for writing songs and this great way of like writing as if he's looking back on something that he almost as if he like caused it or screwed it up. But the whole thing has this darkness and also an acceptance. Like he's accepted that this is something that he caused and he's looking back on it in like such clarity that it's, it's incredible
0: hindsight. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, That's a great way to put it. I completely agree. I think he, I think you, you nailed it with, with looking back on it with acceptance and with darkness and, but also not like necessarily depression, like almost almost more like melancholy, you know, like he's, he's, he is respecting what happened for what it is and not being melodramatic, but not like covering it up. You know, he's like, he's right on the money.
1: Yeah. I think respecting it is perfect.
0: Like there's that,
1: especially with this
0: one where he's like, I was blind.
1: I was wrong i can see but miss the blindness so there's that like there's that melancholy like so i, what I miss you, it but then there's definitely an acceptance at the end where um i'm trying to find the lyric but there's there's definitely an acceptance where he's just like well i mean it's my fault and there's nothing so what I can do, do you think the now. song to be
0: about then what, you know, i don't know because i'm a, it's almost yeah. like a relationship it's like, that he screwed up green... and
1: he's looking back on it seems like he almost like knows where she went and followed her but didn't sure. try and make contact with her once he was there because sure. he goes to like the yeah, and... um so i fly to the coast where the boys love you most and then but that's that's it it does not seem like Mm-hmm. he's really keep going. And it, could even, but...
0: it could almost be a thing of not to read too much into it, but to go along with that, that line in particular, it could be him touring, going to a place where like, you know, let's just say she lives in Salt Lake City for whatever reason he's in Salt Lake City. Well, it's the coast. So it's probably not that, but um, you know, like he's visiting that town and it's almost a thing of just knowing that that's where she is. Not necessarily, like you said, seeking her out or looking mm-hmm. for her, but just no, like being in, uh being in that same place can be even that same general place can have a very weird and i can relate i mean i can relate to that feeling very well um yeah. whenever we go see them at dte <laughs> you know like <laughs> it's like there's that feeling of of just knowing it's almost like you're on someone else's territory yeah. you know like you're on someone else's field um but i i completely agree there's so many i mean more so than most songs on this album and i don't mean that negatively because there's a lot of great songs the the lyrics of this one stand out to me so much. Um, And I've always, you know, the only difference I'll say my experience with it is that I've always liked this. I remember being this, this one being a standout for me when it first came out. But I think again, this is an age thing, you know, I was 16 when this album came out. I'm 26 now with kids, like, you know, something feels different. It hits different than it did. Yeah. And um, there's something really melancholically beautiful about it.
1: No, agreed. And I, I wouldn't say that I didn't like it.
0: Oh, before. I know. I'm, yeah. It just stood out a lot more to me now.
1: But I agree. There's so yeah. many. My stigmas, is the regret for how I could have let it all go so wrong yeah is there a more steve page lyric than that like how the hell <laughs> steve, <laughs> do fit that my stigma <laughs> is the I, regret holy shit steve I agree. <laughs> that
0: is that is steven that that really is not to, I, and i don't mean this as, as a pun that is steve in a nutshell like if you yeah. if you're looking for examples of steve's lyrics that is one you could use um <laughs> yeah and you know there's and there's also I love the ending of the song, the, the repeat of the last chorus. So you got, you know, the chorus of I'm going, I, I think you could call this the chorus, um, but the um, I'm going back to the place. I'm sorry. I am going back to the place where they laughed in my face when it all went wrong. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of repeats that. And then at the end though, he says, yes, it all went. Isn't this what you wanted, darling? All went. And it's just like that sort of almost mocking. I literally just got shivers reading that again. Yeah. It just, it feels almost like a mocking almost of, Uh, a teasing of isn't this what you wanted like yeah which is
1: which is interesting because i yeah i hadn't thought about that but there is like a whole acceptance and then at the at the very end it seems like there's a bit of venom there
0: yeah there's a bit of venom yeah yeah Uh, i i I really i love it and and it's interesting because i do you know i i I made a decision maybe halfway through when we started recording this series uh i stopped predetermining my favorite songs and my least favorite songs yeah um sometimes least favorite was pretty easy but sometimes there'd be albums where we talk about maroon or we talk about you know even honestly like grinning streak about what is my favorite like not knowing what my favorite is and this album is the same way where i was like we're doing we're listening and talking about new shore i'm like this is probably going to be my favorite when we get to clifton springs i'm like this is probably going to be my favorite and there's more tracks on this album that i know that i'm going to do that with where yeah. I'm it's probably going to be my favorite. Um, no, but one the, of those I, tracks might not be the next one. Uh,
2: Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to transition. No, Go that,
1: ahead. that's funny because I I always come in predetermined because or else I can't I make up my mind. But today I flipped everything at the last second. Really? I had I had like three where it could have been my favorite and three that could have been my least favorite and I swapped really? them all just before recording. <laughs> wow! I love so it. That's
0: the I can't elect, just yeah. that means that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on then to uh, to
2: Entourage. That's all
1: right. I can't decide how <laughs> I feel about this one. Yeah. I feel like this is the one yeah. where I I. If you would ask me before prepping, I would have been like, oh, Entourage is really good from that album. Sure. And now I... And you listen to it. The more I listen to it, the less I feel like I can make up my mind about how much I like it. Well,
0: let's play... Let's, before we dive in too much, let's play the tango version.
2: Famous for your fame And now you're drowning in champagne Hey, how you doing? Did you take it to your club? Did you
0: play? Yeah, so I don't, you know, I agree with what you, what you were saying about it, is that it, it, um, so I think it depends on when I listen to it, if I like it or not. And one, one, one word that I use to describe the original version of it, or the student, mm-hmm. the, the album version is sleazy. the non tango version. It feels very, the non tango version, uh, the mango version, it sounds very sleazy to me. And, you know, lyrically, I feel like it, yes, it's kind of that. like the, um, The um, dark side, I mean, not not that it's about this, but almost like the dark side of fame, the dark side of Hollywood. Like that's the vibe that you get, the the underbelly of something. And going back to what you were (laughs) talking, going back to what you were saying about Steve with Clifton Springs, I think one thing I've always loved about Steve, and and Ed too, but we're talking about Steve right now. um, Steve's writing is that he also also, um, is very aware of his downfalls, and like will confront those or it seems to again at least in song he will confront um the bad the, the bad parts of himself if you want to call it that um the dark parts of himself and i feel like you know um celebrity might have had a little bit of that in a much different tone yeah and i think entourage does that a bit too um I, and i and i talked about this was it the last episode where i said like sometimes songs about fame from famous people yeah. a little get bit. in a line. little yes yeah that's what it was yeah um, sometimes they feel a little bit kind of eye-rolly to me because it's like, it's so hard to be famous. Um. But <laughs> I don't feel like that vibe from the song. I feel no. like um, it's almost a thing of Steve um, indulging himself in that and knowing that it's a bad place, but like that's inevitably where you go a little bit when this is yeah. your career.
1: Yeah, Sleazy feels, I feel like I have not had a good way or a good word to describe what, what this sounds like but sleazy feels really good
0: yeah yeah and i mean you look and i think there's the some of the lyrics really support that like um yeah. let me i mean obviously just something straightforward is let me love you unconsciously while you're on your way there but also you're a okay. baby you're a punk i only love you when i'm drunk i'm alcoholic you know again kind of confronting that his demons or his dark sides yeah and then or i really just, love the line and
1: yeah maybe it's the one you're oh, going to say so go ahead
0: <laughs> no okay i was gonna say just the line, you're famous, they're famous, we stand in rooms where nothing can be said, and nothing can be heard like that. It's, you know, I believe we talked about when Tracy interviewed Steve mm-hmm. for, um, uh, for uh, and ABCs, he went he brought up that idea right of like, Steve likes to use bridges to communicate yeah. the overall message or theme of a song. And I think this is a perfect example, because that kind of at, works as a transitionary bridge. But I feel like that little stanza is the whole song, in 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 like three lines. That
1: I think makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Agreed. I don't know. (laughs) No, the line I was thinking of was now we're through with morality. Can I sleep with your wife? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Talk about sleazy. It's like (laughs) just like well, Now that that's out in the open, and we're done with that shit. Like. Can we just get kind of, to the point of yeah. like
0: <laughs> and it's kind of Straight a joke but also kind of not you know yeah. like it's it's not yeah it no, sounds like um, that
1: line where you throw it out and you're like kind of hoping or from the perspective of the person you're kind of hoping that it gets taken seriously but when it doesn't you can right, just be like right. oh no i was kidding man
0: yeah <laughs> yeah no i i agree and i think um now all this said, I think it's lyrically very interesting. Mm. Musically, I definitely think it depends on my mood. You know, it's not my favorite on exactly, the album. Yeah. Um, I like listening to it sometimes. and Other times, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not here for this right now, and I and I move on. Yeah,
1: and it, it's the difficult part with that is that it changes so much through the song that sometimes yes. you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm here for yeah. this part, and then the rest of it, or it changes I don't the this other part. way.
0: But, yeah, yeah,
1: I do always yeah. like the. Hey, how you doing? That always, <laughs> that always yeah, makes me laugh. yeah I love that.
0: That really goes with the sleaziness of it too, though. Honestly, yeah. that really plays into it a bit. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I do like it. I think it's it's a moody song, so I think if you're not in the right mood for it, it's not yeah. gonna hit right. Um, but I do think, um, and you know, one thing that is weird to me about this album that I've I've complained about BNL before is how eclectic their albums can be how there doesn't seem to be necessarily a theme or, or even musically a musical theme to it. You know, the, um, right. you, we, we think about, I mean, even as recently as Fake Nudes, you've got the big banger hits of Bringing It Home and Looking Up, but then like the majority of the album is more understated than that. Right. Um, but something about, so I feel like page one's the same way. It's very eclectic musically. Even the, the first four we've got are all vastly different, yep. but something about it just works better for me. I don't know what it is.
1: Maybe because most of it's eclectic.
0: Whereas that, BNL that,
1: feels yeah. like it's a lot of the times it's one of two things or one of like two or three things whereas yeah. this song every not every but most of the songs are eclectic and are bringing sure. something different to the right, table. Right. Right. So That's a is, good
0: point. That's a good
1: point. It's not like I don't a, you don't settle into you. a uh the rhythm
0: at all right no i think you're right yeah. I, that's actually a great point is that it's not like I there's a few I outliers whole album. <laughs> no but you but i think yeah. you're completely right it there's it's not a couple of outliers the whole album each song is kind of an outlier um yeah. to a degree and and therefore it fits together so yeah. so you want to move on then on. to marry me let's do it let's do it
1: let's do it you want to marry me yeah, this is this poses some logistical issues. I here.
0: mean, <laughs> longest relation, <laughs> longest relationship I've ever been in. I mean, why not? Why not make it official in some way?
2: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I like Sorry. this. This Sorry. is another one where I. Yeah, there's some good lyrics here. It's interesting the whole time. It's not it's not a crazy standout to me on the album, but it's definitely enjoyable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's it's not one that yeah. I've ever felt like skipping in all the preparation for this. So,
0: yeah, no, I, I I weirdly almost agree exactly. I I still I love the the um the tone of the song. I like the rock edge again. I like you know being very electric forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but short of that, it doesn't. You know, there's a couple songs on this album that I. Lean toward dislike or find maybe boring. Um, and then there's a bunch that I love, and this one falls right in the middle. I'm not offended by it, I'm never going to skip it. Yeah, um, I might put it on from time to time, you know, intentionally. Um, but it, it's not amazing to me, and it doesn't, you know, but I do love a lot of the lyrics in, in it, so yeah. I, um, I really like it. Like- yeah, it does kind of fall right in the middle for me. Yeah,
1: I like the evolution of the, uh, I don't know if it's quite the chorus, but the leading of the chorus. The like the story is old. I it starts with I could stand to be your man, and,
0: and then, then I couldn't stand. I
1: couldn't stand. Which this morning I, I thought I <laughs> before I looked it up, I thought I heard I consent to be your man, <laughs> um, and then later I was Different sent message. to be
0: your man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it is interesting. And again, I think consent could work they...
1: with the <laughs> with the way it's told, but
0: <laughs> but they they do that where they change just yeah. little parts of words and, and phrases that go yeah no I, I really don't have too much to say i do love that part that you just played um musically yeah. um, but i also love the normal people who you and me know it can't be like almost and maybe i'm reading this wrong with this idea that like sometimes you feel like the love that you have or the relationship that you have is the only thing that makes you special and if you lose that you start to go well what am i without you you know what i'm just a normal person and it's like yeah i don't know that's not being a normal person is not a bad thing i feel like myself included especially when you're younger you get wrapped up in that like you don't want to be normal you want to stand out but like having a normal fulfilling contented life is good more than i would say (laughs) more than okay uh so on that note we'll just we'll keep it we'll keep it uh shuffling
1: yeah let's go on to all the young monogamists (laughs) I like this one. I like the. I really like the musical uh, or the music in the intro. I like the horns in the background. Um,
0: very subtle horns.
1: Very subtle. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think it's similar to my feelings about "Marry Me," where I enjoy it. I don't think it's a standout. Um, definitely not dislike or that I'd skip it, but it's not like a oh let's go back to all the young monogamists for me
0: interesting that's interesting um i actually love this song i i think this is a standout for me i think it's just it's um you know we keep going back to the, the just the the incredibly strong lyrics of this album as a whole yeah. i think lyrically this is just it's it is a knockout song um i remember reading so i don't remember if it was the album notes or the where but um steve uh, one of his comments on the song was This is me with my guard down. It's a real live love song. And uh, I feel like, and again, with with a version of looking back, right, the whole point is that kind of honestly a little bit like a new story saying, look at all these young monogamous swearing it's going to last, looking at each other, knowing it's not going to. Here we are, wiser and older, knowing what they're thinking, knowing it's not going to work out. Why would we ever trust anybody again? But I know that this is going to work out. You know, like it's, yeah. it's, it's and, just so honest.
1: Yeah. And, and with a similar thing, like style to like what we talked about with Clifton Springs, like you and I, mm-hmm. we smile at them. We've seen it all before. Yeah. Yes. So it's, exactly. it's looking back on it. Like, yeah, we're different. Like we know better, but we can look yeah. at them and just yeah. like, we know they're telling lies and some of it won't work out, but it's still fun to smile at. And like, they're looking at it from a positive side. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. I, you know, you're right. I, and, and that's, what's so weird. I, 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 the, you know, we're, we're six tracks in now, five tracks in. This is the six. third standout for me. That So half the songs so far have been standouts for me. And at what point do you go, okay, you know, it's a really weird thing, by the way. I didn't bring this up earlier. Jeanette loves Steve solo albums. She yeah. really enjoys listening to them. It's, it's crazy. And, and, I, I haven't been able to put a finger on why, like what's what is missing what's here the that makes yeah. her enjoy it more. Yeah, I mean you could always use, you know, I don't know if we've well, said this before. I would argue um, three I feel like we might have edited huge form
1: huge musical influences.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's missing here? It's like there's like Ooh, never mind. <laughs> four, four pieces are missing. I don't know what those pieces are. No, um, you know, but we've also talked before, at least off mic. I don't know if we've. Mm-hmm. uh really talk about too much but b and l can be a little silly from time to time and sometimes it's just the music sometimes it's just the word i don't mean to be disrespectful but they can be silly um yeah. just a little silly um that does and seem it's to be just kind of a effect. little bit more yeah and, and that's okay we're not we're not running from the silliness mm-hmm. um that seems to be gone here in these albums the wordplay yeah. and the, and yeah. the cleverness and, and this almost feels more like ben folds in terms of it makes you smile and grin but it's not necessarily silly, and I'm not necessarily, I don't. I don't actually believe that. That's because Ed was the silly one, and Steve's not. I think Steve took a very intentional tonal shift and maybe yeah. focused his lyrics on a slightly different content. Because definitely, looking back on some B and L stuff, Steve was one of the silly ones in terms of what he was writing. So I feel like maybe that's been removed a little bit, and and a lot of other the a lot of the other elements have stayed. And that's grounded it for her. I don't know. I'm just. Yeah.
1: No, blown. I I agree. I think he he's done a couple of pretty cool thematic things with sure. his solo albums.
0: Yeah. And yeah, we'll get to that.
1: We'll later. get to that some some later. But yeah, I mean, he comes out in the States. It's this is a new direction for me. Yeah. And he exactly. sticks to it.
0: Yeah that's I, I you're totally right and so so it's fun because I, I put this album on preparing and, and she enjoyed listening to it it's fun to kind of have that when I didn't have it for what 12 freaking albums 14 albums <laughs> um, let's keep going let's keep going
1: yeah she's trying to save me this song oh my gosh this song stands out so much to me and i i don't know if it did before but man on re-listening it's really come alive for me i love the beginning i feel like the the drum feel at the end of the clip i just played it's really hard for me but like yeah the guitar and the drum feels um i kind of feel personally attacked by the opening line um <laughs> i've already lost my mind to trivia and silly to trivia things and silly. to songs that someone useless sings <laughs> i want to know what song someone, what songs he's referring to yeah but
0: <laughs> but i i love this song that is and insane I, this is the one that doesn't really do it for me <laughs> all all of done it used to a lot and used to a lot and again, tonally, it's got that electric edge that I like, but it just feels the most lackluster in a certain way. And it also, to me, feels like he's maybe trying the hardest. Whereas I think ah. most of the other songs that I love on this album, again, hey man, personal opinion, the other songs this album, I feel like they almost feel like they come naturally. Like you think you listen to Young Monogamous, it feels like that's what he's saying to his SO as they're walking through the park. Whereas mm-hmm. this to me just feels a little bit forced, but, but, but that's I mean, <laughs> two very. I mean, different interesting. It's on definitely
1: it. it doesn't have the like the depth that a lot sure. of the other stuff but, on but the album does.
0: Like freaking like alcohol, I mean, right? And I, we love alcohol.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I I think this one has been my. It maybe burns out a little bit at the end compared to sure. the beginning, yeah. but I, sure. Putting the jamming, like blasting this in headphones or in the car. Yeah. I have been yeah. digging this song.
0: I, I and I do love one of the um one of the, like the twists at the end lyrically the um and when we break up she will find she's broken too. Like I do like that part where uh, I I love yeah. the idea of the story. But yeah, I, I that, that's so interesting. I love <laughs> when this kind of stuff happens because like I said, I don't I, I don't know if I'd say I dislike the song. I'd say out of most of them on this album, this one does it for me the least. Um, okay, but like to have that and then for it to be like one of the best ones for you. I, that's again we go back to that's the beauty of this band and this and this guy you know like Some might say something hits hard for music. perfect <laughs> yeah i'm glad you like that I, I mean that's just so funny to me because i was just prepared to be it's kind of like gonna walk where you and caleb poop on it and then i'm just kind of like i kind of love this song. like it's just fun to have yeah. just yeah the,
1: the more i lent into loving it at the beginning your facial expresses i was like i feel like something
0: pretty different is coming <laughs> Well, because i was prepared yeah i'm i'm glad that we went that you went first because i was prepared to just be like
2: yeah, yeah. i like it
0: you know like be really <laughs> middling and so that's where my mind was and then you were like off like a rocket and i was like <laughs> whoa we're going into a different a different space here yeah it's good it's good i mean yeah i mean like wow i it's it's not bad it's just not it doesn't do it for me yeah and for nick it does it really really well
1: i don't think it's particularly complicated but that drum fell that Oh yeah, I love the every drum time. Film.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a sucker for drum fills. I was listening to um the new Foo Fighters album, and there's a drum fill. I think it's in the opening track, and it's just the drummer Taylor Hawkins. The drummer's amazing. Taylor's a great drummer, but like that, the drum fill did something to you know, like where you're listening, you're just like doo, 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 and you're like, oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Let's do it. <laughs>
1: that is one of the biggest parts of having a podcast, is that you learn the correct terminology for things like drum fill. I now know how to put that <laughs> in my lexicon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> gonna be at a work meeting and like oh yes and the drum fill of that song and they're gonna be like wait we're Whoa. not even talking about music <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but you know the drum fill
0: anyway let's let's keep going let's um let's go to uh the next track which if you Over were to ask joy. me would be called overjoy tell
2: me a lie, like when
1: Yeah, I think you oh, gosh, you man. nailed it Fuck. with the twist of the, the knife you. there. I that is my, hands it. down my favorite yeah, part. Yeah, when of the we song got
0: to that lyric is yeah yes. The, I, yes. Tell me a lie, love... like we're never gonna die. Exactly. Like we'll win with one more try, or, or like, or I, love like you. I love you.
1: Oh, that hits every time. It is such a good line. I like. I mean, the line's great, but I also yeah. really like his tone and like the effects that go with it.
0: Yeah. Totally. Totally. This is, and as and as a whole this song is like the prime example of like upbeat song low key lyrics. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, he's yeah. done this forever but like this is this is just such a especially cuz the title is Overjoy I think it's such an easy example of that. Yeah. Um but oh it's it's masterfully done man. It is masterfully done.
1: Yep. Another great like relationshipy breakup um
0: yeah. Darkness song.
1: Yeah. So And
0: good. it's like it, it's like you And, you know, one thing that I love about what I was originally going to say, it's one of those things where, again, Steve has this knack like you brought up earlier of just kind of acknowledging a situation head on and knowing where he stands. Right. Like literally knowing this is where we are in the situation. And the whole point of the song, you know, up to a certain point is like, is really the only thing to do left leave? Like, you know, is is that really how bad things are right now? Is there really no other way out of it? Um, But I love the line. Um, my depression has got me choosing doom and gloom over joy where like he knows what he has to do. He knows the way out, but he also intentionally is not picking that choice. Maybe not intentionally, but is prevented from picking that choice. And I feel like that's a feeling that many have experienced and gone through and to have a song that encapsulates that is just beautiful Yeah. with this sort of music, you know, on top of these lyrics. Yeah.
1: Everything, everything culminates in this song with his style, like how he writes his, yeah, we've said it a bunch mm. of time, but his self like self-awareness. No,
0: that's and, perfect. This is a, this is a beautiful example of Steve's writing as a whole. It's a prime yeah. example of everything he does so well in one song. That's, yeah. that's, a he's great got, way he's got that know.
1: dark, like with the depression lyric you just said, but with an acceptance of it with a crazy self-awareness through all of it, like back to where we started. Oh, but don't worry. You're not mm-hmm. to blame. And it's nothing we can even name, but whatever. Like So good. Just self-awareness. That verse is is great. Crazy with this man. Where
0: where did where did we fail? It's not simple. There's no trail. Like that ended up that the it's just it's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. And I don't really have much more to say about it because I think it is and this is maybe a bit extreme. It's as close to a perfect song, I think, as Steve gets in his solo career. And it's almost the opposite of a. It's well. It's almost the the same as like one of the boring or songs that we've talked about. Where it's like I don't know what else to say. It's not much there. I feel like this song is so good. I don't know what else to say, because there's just so many things that are perfect about it. Um, that anything I'm gonna say is just how great it is.
1: Yeah, I think we could know like this and the next one to me are some of the most musically eclectic. Yes. Yeah. and I I love them for it. I don't know yeah. how quite to place it. Sure, sure. Like what I don't I don't know how to nail down a style for it, but
0: I think oh sure. Great. I mean, I feel like at least this one, and I agree. The next, with you, one, the next I one I think this, is harder. This one feels maybe just sort of singer songwritery to me. You know, like it's not like yeah. you said, it's not necessarily folk, it's not country, it's not pop. I mean, maybe pop in you know like in a weird way, but. I agree with you though, I, I do agree. But let's let's keep going to the next one then. Let's let's, let's talk about it. If you love me. The song though, it's yeah, that's what I was gonna do. For brave but
2: the only one is you. I don't believe in magic and I don't believe in making do you could
1: be a Is this song a threat? <laughs> Does it feel like a threat to you? No. <laughs> if you love me, everything will be alright. If not If you don't love me, yeah. what well,
0: well, that's gonna mean. If I'm not gonna love me, I'll well, that back and talk about it. Yeah, I know it nailed it. <laughs> By the way, I have a degree in film, never seen The Godfather. Spot those weird on film. Italian. <laughs> did you, you didn't even know it was a Godfather reference, though, did you? No, <laughs> that's how far we both are removed.
2: I've never seen it,
0: and I have a film degree. And you didn't even know it was the Godfather. <laughs> 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 i gonna make you a offer you your that's almost
1: no, sick when we Honestly though, no? I thought you were doing a Russian accent and my Italian was a joke put trying to put the wrong accent and trying to be <laughs> funny. <laughs> that was
0: that that was such a mess of a bit that ended up being great, but for all of the wrong reasons. <laughs> if I were doing Russian, you'd know when I do Russian. We do Russian in the house all the time. I can't tell the difference. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think
1: about the song <laughs> I think it's really good I love how dancey it is um, <laughs>
0: yes I agree and this I is agree. the one where I, is... Is, yeah,
1: I don't know how to narrow it down no. to like it, it it almost feels like tonally it's like I don't think dated is the right word but it, it feels like it's not it's not a style that's being done very often now yeah. but I no, don't I know where to place it
0: yeah I mean the first words that come to mind for me are dance rock but I don't know yeah. if that's right either I agree like it's got those elements but that doesn't mean that's what no. it is like I think but yeah.
1: it, in looking looking at this I was trying to narrow it down and like put a label on all on some of these right but I think eclectic like you've said is just the way to go
0: just, well and then there's the whole eclectic. conversation as a douche that you can have about like well you we will need to put labels on everything you know, it's just music, you know, right. whatever. You can do that whole thing, too. But, I like a label, um, all right?
1: Some people feel like, comfortable with labels.
0: and When I go to the store, I want to know what I'm buying. And if there are no mm-hmm. labels, I would. what's this a bag of? Is this yeah. chips? And if you're going to
1: do a label, you sure as shit better have a price tag on it.
0: If you have a label with no price tag, I don't know how you're allowed to to walk the, the earth at that point, honestly. Nope. And frankly... And if it and says market
1: like this, price, I'm walking.
0: And honestly... I'd even go so far as to say the flip. If you've got a price tag, but no label, where do you what get? What the hell out? am I buying? What am I buying? What do I, I mean? I've done it before. I've gambled before. We're just putting, scanning shit with price tags and no label mm-hmm. hasn't worked out. Zero times has that worked out in my life.
1: No, I don't, left. I, don't I paid three hundred dollars and I didn't have any of my groceries. <laughs> <But> you,
0: <laughs> but you, you, you had a lot of twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I agree that this is a very dancy song, but honestly, this is the one that I didn't care for. I don't remember caring for much before. I love this one now. This is great. It, it, you know, even n- not the threat of if you love me, everything will be all right, but like, it feels more you know, the, the way that I would actually take that. Bits aside, yeah, if I we're don't doing serious it for a second, <laughs> I know. But let's put, let's put the bits on the shelf real quick and let's let's put labels on them. And we'll put price tags. But let's put the bits on the shelf for a second. I feel like the 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 vibe of this song is very much one of those like nothing else matters besides this, where yeah. we are right now. If it's just the two of us drinking wine, dancing in the house, if we're at a part of wherever you are, this is the thing that matters. If you love me, or, you know, like forgetting all of the outside um, uh, uh, issues going on in your life and in the world. Yeah. And I think there's a place for that um, in, in music and in your in life to, to lose those inhibitions. Um, no, I agree. I think just, that's I that's great. It.
1: There's like that lot, tonight. You might be near a site but that's all right with me. So it's, it's almost like, right. a, and that's like that whole extended and it's, yeah, it's like, well, anything could be going on you could be thinking of whatever else, but as long as we're here, like, this is all that matters.
0: This is all that matters. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, uh, I love it. No, I, I think it's really good. I think it's really fun. And it it feels different to me than, um, uh, uh, she's trying to save me because this feels like, first of all, the dancing oh, sure. is definitely feels a bit different. Um, but it feel I, the dancingness feels different and uh just the i like you like you mentioned i feel like uh, uh she's trying to save me might feel like it goes a little long at time to time this yeah. feels like just the right length i feel like it really just it um it's it, 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 it just as good yeah i don't know i love it well and i love that uh, at the end everything will be all right tonight like you know he i think you know with these eclectic songs he uses his voice uh in a lot of different ways than he may have on BNL songs, um, and I think it's Agreed. only better for it. It's only better for it. It's so good.
1: Yeah, for sure. He definitely gets to try a lot of new stuff and try and yeah. try and work his voice into the style in different unique ways, and it's it usually yeah. comes off in a pretty fun.
0: I agree. I agree. Let's keep going.
1: Yeah. Well, if you love me, then you can leave her alone.
2: <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs>
1: That is a prime example of something that
0: I would probably edit out if I had control. <laughs> that means I'm going to start with it, and then I'm going to do the whole episode, and then I'm going to get back to it, and then we're going to end with it again. I'm going to put it in three times. Um, what do you think about this?
1: I really like the guitars, and it yeah. feels jazzy to me.
0: Yeah, I'd say swing, too. Yeah. Um, but, but I think it also just has that, um, there's, there's more songs, especially on Heal the South part two that have this sort of, you could say show to sort of feel again. Yes. Um, like, uh, it's got, I'm thinking of where do you stand from part two and, um, uh, looking for the light where it just feels like something you would walk into a club in Hollywood in like the fifties. And like Maisel, like I don't know if you've watched Marvelous Mrs. Mazel. It seems like the kind of music that would be going on during that era. Just bombastic. Like, you know, Steve with the microphone. He's got the whole big band behind him. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I actually I really like this one again because it feels eclectic. Um, but it, uh, it it just I love I just love the, the feel of the song, the feel of this album.
1: Yeah, I I really enjoy it, too. I think like feels like it could be part of a musical or of that style fits really well sure um and there's a lot yeah i like a lot of the parts of this
0: you like a lot of the parts maybe not the some of the some of some of the parts
1: yeah it's not like a standout to me but i do enjoy a lot of it
0: sure um i like the style like the style of
1: the from hell to hell i feel like that line always comes off pretty cool um but yeah
0: and i also love i love the rest of that that part too which is uh, you went to Paris, but Paris was shitty, and subsequent cities were shitty as well. Do tell. I just, I don't, again, that's it's very Steve yeah. in in his writing, and and uh, I think it's great.
1: I like how that part builds
0: musically. Yes, the rest yes. of it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, I I do like. I think I like it maybe a bit more than you do from the sounds of it. Um, but I also like. I just like this this style of music a bit. Um, and I don't think. You know, kind of going back to the the previous track, it doesn't feel like this sort of music's being made anymore and i love the little taste of it that is being made yeah agreed yeah all right well, let's keep it going then two more yeah by the way well steve leaves the band 12 album track 12 tracks album i don't even <laughs> i'm not getting on the high horse tonight don't worry i'm not risking hurting my ankle all right let's keep well, going to uh, if you love
1: me the queen of america you gotta stop <laughs>
0: this is this is a very <laughs> or do you want me to start? <laughs> no i'll start i'll trying to think how to start the way i'll put it is that and and i mean this respectfully i don't get it and like i just at, at the core of it i i'm not sure what he's trying to say and i'll absolutely I, agree I, I i've looked at the lyrics a couple of times i haven't studied them like i, I have with some songs um but i haven't figured it out and the clip that you that you picked there i think it's great i love how it's all built there um but that's the lyric i
1: understand the least i think
0: (laughs) (laughs) but it just feels like you know i don't when you don't understand the premise and again i'm i'm not saying that steve's wrong here i'm saying i'm wrong for being ignorant and not getting it um but it just when you don't get the premise of the song it's hard to uh like you know i'm thinking about coldplay for example fix you slow build huge bombastic at the end when you know that builds coming and you and you understand the emotional place of that slope build it goes great yeah. here i don't get the premise of the song so the slower build to it doesn't work as much for me because i don't i get what we're building to musically but lyrically and emotionally i don't know what we're building to
1: yeah completely agreed i i just don't understand what what it's getting at i it, this song has pretty like vivid imagery and times right. for me. Right. But exactly. I don't, I don't get what well, the more so than is. any
0: other, yeah. more so than any other song on the album, I'd say is how vivid it gets.
1: Yeah. Cause I love, it, <laughs> I have a scene in my head in the beginning where this woman is like walking to a grocery store, looking for someone. And then she's like, kind of panicked and think it's it's like a setup or something like almost like a spy movie and then she turns around and <laughs> runs out of the store and i'd like skip the chorus and everyone in the parking lot is in leather coats and
0: it's it is a sting or something <laughs> yeah i know i don't know if that's what he was thinking when he wrote no, it um but i, don't I also don't so. know <laughs> no, it's not what he was thinking when he wrote it so <laughs> no yeah but so it, it's, hard. Yeah. it's hard for me you know it almost makes me think um it almost makes me think it could be technical. It could be about someone who's a little fake, a little bit of a phony. Like you know, even looking at the, the second verse, the um, or maybe technically the third. We let the Nazi- Nazis off the hook because of Marx's famous books. You told me you were gay, and proud, and disappeared into the crowd. Someone putting on a face, putting on a smile, and you know, and maybe and maybe it's literally political. Talking about someone who ran that he that you know is not. Um. At who they make themselves out to be or you know doesn't stand up for that kind of stuff i, I, don't, I don't know yeah that's that's
1: kind of the similar to the, <laughs> the most the most that i could come up with is similar to that is like i was wondering if it was some some sort of commentary on the u.s because it has sure. that like that political like you told me you were gay and proud but then you kind of disappeared and like didn't back it up at all right after the nazi reference and then it's like oh well you still ran for queen of america like
0: i don't know right maybe right yeah yeah no i agree i no i I think you're i i think you're right and it's it's just one of those things where when it's almost the opposite of most of the other tracks on this album where the, the, the 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 lyrics on a lot of the other songs are very vivid and very direct but They speak to so many different people in so many different ways. Whereas this one is very direct and I have the most trouble deciphering what it's what what the meaning is. Again, it could be just an us thing, honestly. But still. Could be. Well, let's move on though. Let's go to that last one.
1: Yeah, the chorus girl. Another good one. I think this yeah. is a pretty strong ender.
0: I completely uh, agree with you there. Yeah.
1: I really like the opening and how it's almost like a symphony waiting to start and like build up.
0: Yeah. 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 That's, that's
1: your, yeah. Um, I his agree. voice is, you know, I mean, as always, on par
0: mm-hmm. in the clip that I yeah. played. Um,
1: good stuff. What do you got?
0: Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I, 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 <laughs> uh, again, I think it's a beautiful closer. I think it's a great um it reminds me a lot I think there are a lot of other songs that Steve does like this I think' of yeah. war on drugs maybe a little bit of break your heart um you know like those um a call and answer I think maybe yeah, even powder blue you could say where it's kind of yeah yeah, yeah. And, and I really and I think this is where he really does a a, a really good job of, of throwing this all throwing this all together so um it's one of those that I I want to explore more than I have still lyrically to figure out what the meaning, where I feel like the meaning is. Yeah. Um, I think there's one, there's one thing that I read in, and I'll, I'll admit in Genius um, about um, uh, Marry Me, that opening wow. stanza of marry me, I'm a boy, she, you are a girl, or so I've been told. Yeah. And the whole, there was a big long thing on the lyrics about a genius about how Steve likes to play with gender roles a lot whether it's uh, um, I think it's in the car or I'll be that girl or even as early as Gordon, he, he kind of flips that stuff a little bit um, where he just talks about, you know, from a, he sings from a she point of view and stuff like that. And, yeah. you, you know, I sometimes can't help but wonder if there's a little bit of him being the chorus girl here um, just in, in, in the you know, I, I, again, I, I, I don't know. Um, it just feels like one of those things where he could very much be talking about, himself you know to prove trying to prove himself to to himself to others um you know it's just it's hard for me to place what i think the song is about but i know what it does to me and I, I really really like it
1: no i completely agree there's a couple lines that i like and mm-hmm. emotionally like yeah musically it it does do that but it, it is mm-hmm. hard to nail down the exact intent or, or meaning behind yes
0: it. yeah um, yeah. No, I completely I Love agree. song I, to make I, you I, choke. Fantastic. And what, you know, one thing, actually, no, that's a great point. Yeah, that is a good, someone <laughs> just pointed out. And again, I, I know that this is not great research. I am um, looking at comments right now on songmeanings.com.
1: research is
0: what we are known for here. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Kane <laughs> 40, Kane 40 from four years ago. And he said, we, in this song, we keep waiting for the chorus girl. Does he mean the girl that sings the chorus? Because the chorus never comes. We keep waiting, and he makes a point that there's not a chorus to this song. There's there's verses. There's a bridge, and then there's a lot of songs
1: la. in this album without choruses.
0: Yeah, yeah, but and that's true. Like you said, structurally, he does play with stuff a lot. But I think in the context of this song, singing about each stanza ending about the chorus girl and they're not being a chorus is one of those things that says something, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit of an inception thing. (laughs)
1: Good
0: Um, Good on you, Steve. (laughs) And somebody else says, this is um, JWTJBNL says, I listened to the song. I can't help but tie it to the period of time that Steve left BNL. It seems like a cryptic way of saying how he thinks they're going to do so well without him and that everyone should stay listening to them, even if he's not there. Um, no. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I like that. I, I like the idea. Um, I like it.
1: I never would have gotten there. You try
0: to ignore her, derided those who adore her, but soon oh you try to ignore her, derided those who adore her, but soon you'll come around to the chorus girl. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like you know the thing that's interesting oh is God. that each verse, each stanza like that says something different about what I think the meaning could be. Because then the next line is yeah. the poor become wealthy, the sick become healthy, but don't crucify the chorus girl. At night all alone. And I love that part, the at night all alone. Yep. Um, with my microphone, I never come close to the chorus girl. Like it's just, everything says something different about it to me. It's hard to know yeah. what it's about. I, I like
1: that context of it being about B&L or the right. like leaving um,
0: with that. Maybe not that particular uh, you tried to ignore,
1: But that, like the one going into that is I gave that all up for the chorus girl.
0: Right. Well, that's my point. And it could be one of the
1: those things where it's
0: about... It. I
1: gave that all up for...
2: <laughs> well... well and, and, you know, mean, but again, maybe again classic
1: Steve, self-effacing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, no matter what it's about, and maybe that's one of the points, yeah. maybe it's one of those really, you know, artist things where it's about everything and nothing, you know? Yeah. It's about a lot and about very little. Um, I think it's a beautiful closer. I think it's a beautiful closer. So That is something uh, I, I the can whole, agree on. I'll I'll toast to that So um, On the whole, beautiful It just really, really stand out Um, And I I think you nailed it When we were talking about Overjoy How it's just a perfect The album as a whole, but that song in particular Is a perfect standout of what Steve can do And I think he's really Firing on all cylinders with this album And I think he had something to prove Like the band did too But I don't think he I I think he'd put his and i'm not saying anything there. i love all in good time even though i ranked it low i love all in good time um i think he had something to prove steve did but he w- applied it differently yeah. he poured it into the craft and into the songs and into the music whereas bnl not wrongly uh poured it more directly into the lyrics in terms of the the direct messages they were trying to say
1: i think firing out all cylinders is definitely
0: a better way of saying what i was feeling <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know what i'm feeling half the time so i, I i'm worthy on that though but yeah, um it's it's great it plays really well to all of steve's strengths and now what's a interesting really is that of what he can do uh, totally totally and I, it's, it's eclectic but in a way that doesn't feel annoying you know it feels co- it's it's an eclectic cohesion yeah which is a no i feel like sometimes eclectic
1: feels it. like a negative term and that is not
0: yeah. ever what i meant not the case here here Yeah. yeah yeah so let's do. I who guess. Let well, it's been so long. I, I'll guess your favorite and least favorite first. Is that okay, or do you want to swap it?
1: No, go for it.
0: Okay. Um, I think your favorite was "She's Trying to Save Me," and I think your least favorite. This one's a little bit trickier for me because I feel like there were two or three where you were kind of, whatever. On, um, I uh I'm going to go with Queen of America as your least favorite. Oh, for two.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have Entourage as my least favorite, which really surprised me. But I feel like listening through the more I listened to it, it just really did not lend it to a bunch of it was not lending itself to a bunch of back to back listens for me. The more I prepped for this, the more Mm. I wanted to skip through that. Sure. And I hear you. That's probably a function of, yeah, just my mood this week as I did a lot of preparation. But sure. It is what it is. Um, And then my favorite, I went with Clifton Springs because, yeah, yeah, it was between She's Trying to Save Me a New Shore and Clifton Springs. I thought a new shore was bang on. Like, no doubt it was definitely going to be that going in. Yes. And And then Clifton Springs took the cake. Clifton Springs took the cake. She's Trying to Save Me. I love it. I think it was a a trying to show a song that I didn't know would never have picked out before how much I love it. That's, That's why yeah, I came to I totally get
0: that. that one. I hear you. All
1: right. Um, flip it then. Least favorite. I'm going to go with, she's trying to save me and favorite okay. part of me wants to say overjoyed, uh, but I, th- oh, the new shore is always there too, but I think I'm going to guess Clifton. Right. Trades. That's yeah,
0: right. you, you're definitely right on Clifton Springs and I feel like I got to give it to you for the least favorite because I'm, I'm really torn between, um, she's trying to save me and, and Queen and, of America. Um, mm-hmm. just because again, I just don't get it. And, and I almost feel dumb. Like maybe, you know, there's a world and I'm not saying this is the, rule of it, there's a world where it's just not a good song. Right, like everyone else listening, goes, yeah, no, it just doesn't really yeah. do it for me. But because I don't feel like I can nail down what it's about, me picking it as my least favorite almost makes me feel dumb, and I don't like that feeling. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because like maybe I just don't get it. Um, but yeah, yeah. no. I, but I, I'd say it was between that and um, she's trying to save me. So I'll, I'll give that to you. So yeah, you're, you're two for two. Um, and yeah. I and I'll I guess say that, for- that's
1: what it, it, you seem more negative on. She's trying to save me and more yeah. confused. <laughs> confused uh, yeah,
0: Queen of America. and and i'll say for totally fair (laughs) for my favorites i'll say you were right it was it was between clifton springs and new shore and um honestly i'd even say young monogamous and overjoy um but clifton springs was no matter what like that one i was positive would be the favorite so yeah beautiful album great album
1: i wasn't gonna put overjoyed until you said near a perfect (laughs) yeah i I was like oh i better write that down quick
0: (laughs) And I feel like it's one of those songs, honestly, that like, depending on the day could be my favorite, but just like, just talking about Clifton Springs was giving me shivers. And it's like, when, when, when it can do that, that's something powerful. So, all right. Speaking of something powerful, should we move on to something fantastic?
1: Yes, we should. All right. (laughs) You want to go first or do you want me to go?
0: I'll go quick. um I, I want to do an album called "Build a Rocket Boys" by Elbow. um I would—they're a British band. They're, this album's about 10 years old now. "Build a Rocket Boys." I would not count Elbow. Is that anywhere. four words or is that
1: two words? The Elbow? No, "Build a Rocket Boys."
0: Build a, it's four words. Build
1: a rock, okay the way you're building saying Rocket it I almost, <laughs> like, sorry it sounded like Rocket Boys is one
0: word <laughs> like, no, that, that feels like boys. it can't be right <laughs> um, I I would never say that I mean I I wouldn't even put elbow in my top 10 bands of all time I don't even know if I put them in my top 20 it'd be a tight I've got two elbow based tattoos <laughs> I love this album mm. and this album does so much to me and uh, like I mentioned I just got another tattoo um, last week uh, for, the, for for my boys you know for, for Harry and Nash um, based the around
1: Boys. Uh, Shut the f- <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Based around the <laughs> themes of this album where um, th- there's a particular track called Lippy Kids um, where this, where the title of the album comes from or the title of the song comes from and, well, shit, where the title of the album comes from Build a Rocket Boys with the whole concept being just like looking back like Steve does on how go- You know, he says, um, don't you know those days are golden, Build a Rocket Boys and talking about just that that period of life. I mean, honestly, from five to, to 18, before you're an adult, this life of you have so much ahead of you, you can, you can do so much, you're capable of so much that sense of adventure and magic and nostalgia um, yeah. and imagination are really important to me. And that's just kind of how I want them to live. And I just want them to have that reminder of, you know, um, build a rocket. You can build a, a rocket like that's, you know, that kind of a thing. <laughs> Um, and then uh, the other uh, I have That's a awesome. album, the album cover itself is a tattoo on my back. Um, because there's a song on the album called Open Arms, which um, I, I cannot talk about without getting emotional. So,
2: um, <laughs> listen,
0: listening to that song is all those two songs just genuinely mean the world to me. Um, and it's just one of those weird things where, like I said, I love Elbow. they're they're beautiful, they're amazing but I would never put them in my top 10 bands, but I've got, you know, two of my nine tattoos are inspired by elbow. So, um, no, Builder, I, Rocket check them Boys. I do not know yeah.
1: elbow very well. Um, but I've heard sure. you talk about them a couple times, maybe like yeah. try to track once or twice. Yeah. Listen to, I'll have to, I'll I have to try out a couple more,
0: listen to their, their kind of big hit. Their biggest song is called grounds for divorce. And it's a, mm-hmm. it's way different than this album musically, but it's so good. So I'd start there. Um, <laughs> Honestly, okay. start with Spotify ones, you know, start with yeah. those top ones and you'll, you'll, you'll do well. So, all right, so your turn. What do you go got
1: um, I'm going to go with the podcast this week. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned PFT because this is one of his um, stay F. Homkins uh, play on his name. Uh, <laughs> it is a podcast, just him and his wife kind of talking the shit, talking about recent events or something yeah. that happened there a week. Yeah. Um, it started after lockdown, hence the what? pun and play on the name. Um, and they always joke about how they thought it'd be over by now and <laughs> have no idea how but it's such an it's easy thing go. to
0: produce. Where it's just like, all right, I guess we'll keep doing yeah. it. Yeah, but they yeah. do.
1: It's I was I have been a huge fan of Paul F. Compton's BFT um, for a while because of Company yeah. Bang Bang.
0: CBB.
1: But I did not expect to fall so much for his wife, and think Whoa. that she's amazing in this uh, podcast.
0: That's not he, romantically. He, she's, she's literally married. Dude. That's yeah, not you be romantically, but
1: yeah. she. Yeah. <laughs> she sometimes steals the show and is hilarious. Yeah, and I, I didn't expect that to be the case. Sure. and yeah, I I
0: love it. Love it. Awesome. I'll. Th- I, it's honestly, one of the I'll few podcasts it. that I have
1: Kept never up with never COVID. missed an episode since lockdown. Because wow we've yeah we, we've talked a bit i don't know about the podcast but we're both obviously huge podcast fans but since right, lockdown i've right. listened listening to a lot less absolutely
0: absolutely. Uh, but this
1: is one of the few that i have made Definitely. sure to not ever miss anything also awesome. i like
0: the knowledge listen not that honestly that sounds i mean i'll be freaking up in a cast for the next few or you know in boot for the next few weeks and and mobile for the first few days so i'll just pop the earphones in and Ignore Jeanette and the babies, and just listen yeah. to this pop, podcast. Pop your earphones in. Grab grab they your weekend me.
1: water. They, uh <laughs> she his wife. Apparently, they like they don't drink often, but sure. once a week during the recording, they will drink. And so she calls it her weekend, weekend water.
0: water. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's get that contact info because I actually I've got less than three minutes before I gotta shut down. So yeah. let's um, get that contact um, info. Contact us at gmail right right. at gmail.com. At gmail.com. And then um, Twitter, Instagram, JD Walde, and there's not there's not much BNL stuff themed stuff there. It's just no. it's whatever. And then um, we do have a Facebook page where Naked Ladies Are Us, um, where we post our episodes. If you miss an episode, just go to the Facebook page because we definitely post them there. Yeah, or we'll go to the place else. that you're listening to with it right now. Yeah, make Cause... sure you hit that. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Make sure you give us a five star review mm-hmm. or four star if you want and uh, with that we will call it a day Thank thanks for, for joining time. us
1: on this ride
0: oh yeah come back next time for another smooth ride
2: <laughs>